Lone Star Gun Talk is a Lone Star Gun Rights production. Original music and hosted by Derek Wills. Copyright Lone Star Gun Rights 2020. Good evening, Lone Star Gunners. Welcome to Lone Star Gun Talk, the official podcast of Lone Star Gun Rights. And I'm your humble host, as always, Derek Wills. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Uh, For our regular listeners, again, for like the 12th time this year, I apologize for the extended break. As as you can tell, uh, apocalypse has been happening, changing every month as to what the crisis of the, uh, well, I guess the monthly crisis is. Uh, go ahead and chime on in comments where you are watching from. Um, and if you got any questions or comments, feedback, anything like that, and you want to participate in the show, hit me up in comments. I will definitely address those as we go on. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter. Uh, there is a lot that is being misreported about everything, really. Now, a couple of years ago, there was a a Time Magazine, uh, a Time Magazine project that I was blessed to have helped with. Uh, it was called Guns in America, and during that, I was one of two hundred and fifty people to appear on the cover of Time Magazine in November of twenty eighteen. And I met a lot of very nice, very awesome people on all sides of the gun debate. Uh, Two people in particular that I met were Mark and Corey Hughes. They're brothers. They live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and they are Black Lives Matter's advocates. They're also pretty pro-2A as well. In fact, if you pick up that issue from a couple of years ago, you will see Mark and Corey Hughes front and center. And Mark is holding up, I believe he's holding up two AKs. So, but he's also sporting a Black Lives Matter shirt. And a lot of people are upset with Black Lives Matter. And given the media narrative about them, it's easy to understand why. But I don't trust the media. I don't trust the propaganda That is being shoved down our throats on a daily basis. The media would have us believe that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. They seek to invoke havoc and chaos and destroy and loot and riot. And that's not the truth. Now, do we politically agree on a lot of things? No. I'm not going to pretend that we do. But one thing that we can agree on, and one thing that we should agree on, is that it is never okay for an agent of the government to abuse, mistreat, lie to, uh, murder, 
another person. And here's the thing. A lot of people want to get hung up on superfluous details that don't actually matter. Like, take George Floyd, for instance. George Floyd was arrested, or he was they were attempting to arrest him, and a Minneapolis police officer had his knee on his throat for over seven minutes, all the while he's screaming, I can't breathe, and he later died. Now, many would say, well, he had a bad criminal history, uh, he was high on meth, which I don't, I haven't seen anything of that, but so he dropped this, this bag full of white, uh, white substance, so therefore he was a bad person. Even if he did, that doesn't warrant being killed for. I saw the video and I didn't see him resisting in any way. I saw him saying, I can't breathe. And for that officer to continue to have his knee on his throat when this man is not struggling at all was disgusting. And many, many will not argue that what happened there was indeed a murder. And these officers have all been indicted. And good. I'm glad. But Black Lives Matter... That's what they're focused on right now. And it's not just George Floyd. It is a lot of people that have been unarmed and killed by law enforcement. What does this have to do with gun rights? And I see Mark Hughes is, is in the show right now. Mark, thank you very much for, for, uh, for coming on. Yes, you do need to come on the show as soon as, as, soon as you get a free minute. Okay. Here's the thing. There is no law too trivial that agents, agents of the state will not murder you to enforce. I posted a, a, an anecdote. It was a hypothetical anecdote as to somebody who was killed essentially for going one mile an hour over the speed limit. Essentially, uh, he thought his ticket was BS he refused to go to court over it because he didn't want to take time and lose wages or pay the ticket to comply with it or pay a lawyer to to fight it. All of that was something that he didn't feel, and again, this is hypothetical, something that he didn't feel was worth a one mile an hour over the speed limit ticket. He gets pulled over again several months later, and when the cop runs his license, he finds that he has a bench warrant for failure to appear. And the cop tries to tell him to get out of the car, and he doesn't, because he thinks this is ridiculous. And the cop demands again to get out of the car, and he doesn't. So the cop then pulls him out of the car, slams him on the asphalt, and he is now, in his mind, resisting a kidnapping. And as his adrenaline is running, and as his... his uh, his survival instincts kick in. He manages to escape and dive into his car where the officer then unloads several rounds into him, killing him. And the cops would say they feared for his life. He feared for his life. He didn't know if he was going for a weapon or not. 
Now, I see a lot of people uh, commenting already. Why say black lives matter? All lives matter. But here's the thing. And this is something that took me relatively recently to understand. It's not that they're saying only black lives matter. They're not saying that white lives matter less than black lives or that Asian or Hispanic lives matter less than black lives. They're saying that they're pointing out and highlighting that black lives also matter. It's not a matter of when somebody is upset at the over uh, whaling in the Pacific Ocean that they're saying, hey, save the whales. That doesn't mean screw all the rest of the sea life. It means the whales are the ones that are currently in trouble. Now, I've I've said this a couple of times, and I have been um, I have been met with some some statistics as to well, if you look at the numbers, then you'll see that white people get killed, unarmed white people get killed far more than uh, black people do. Except that's not exactly true. That's another misunderstanding of the real statistics. And I'm trying to pull this up here. Um, so let's take 2017, for instance. 2017, uh, there were 457 white people killed by police and 223 black people killed by police. Well, that seems like, well, Black Lives Matter, they, they don't seem to care about all the white lives. But what you're not understanding is that blacks in this country only make up 12.7% of the population. And whites, on the other hand, make up 73% of the population. So if you were to actually weight this out, then if it were to be proportional, then there wouldn't have been 223 blacks killed in, in 2017 by cops with the same 457 whites killed, there would have been 79. Now, why is this? Many will say, well, the black community is crime-ridden. Okay, fair, I guess, counterpoint, but here's the problem with that. Define crime. Now, this statistic I haven't substantiated, but if it was anything less than this, I would be very surprised. Over 80% of the laws on the books, federal and state municipal ordinances, that criminalize an act, criminalize an act that does not have a victim. Let me repeat that. 80%, 80% of the laws on the books that criminalize acts Criminalize acts that do not have a victim. That means that nobody got hurt. That means a person acted in a way that harmed nobody. They didn't steal from them. They didn't con them. They didn't rob them of anything. They didn't assault them. They didn't rape them. They didn't murder them. What is this country founded on? The premise of liberty. And liberty is something that is, it, it, it means, we say the natural right to life, liberty, and property. What is the natural, we can understand what, okay, we have the natural right to life, that makes sense, it's tangible, I, I understand life. We have the 
right to property. What is property? Oh, it's the things that I own. It's the work. It's the fruits of my labor, if you will. I can put, I can tangent and that's tangible. I understand it. But what is liberty? It seems far more abstract. Liberty is the ability to live your life as you see fit. So unless somebody else is impeding your choices in life to live your life as you see fit, unless somebody actually threatens your life or somebody threatens your property, the fruits of your labor, you have the liberty to do anything that you want. So if we are criminalizing acts in this country that do not have a victim, these people that are quote-unquote criminals have not committed any crimes. Wow, Jim, you know, that's a very interesting question. How much is CNN paying me to shill this? CNN isn't paying me. Uh, it's called Intellectually Honest. Mark, uh, Mark Hughes, the gentleman that I brought up earlier, uh, he said, if anyone wants to come to a BLM protest, you would see various ethnicities out there, not just blacks. I can attest for that. You know how I know? Because I went last night. You know what? I'm going to bring this up. And this is something that... Uh, this is something that a lot of people are unhappy about. This is last night. And I'm going to read the caption to you. This is a picture of me. You can tell, uh, or you can see that I am dressed uh, as one would consider a, a boog boy, right? I have my Hawaiian shirt with the bananas on it. I have a plate carrier. Uh, I have my spare mags on the front of my plate carrier. I'm wearing a uh, a, a shimag that has uh, the Gadsden flag on it. I'm wearing uh, my AR, and you can't see my handgun, but it's on the side as well. Uh, and I'm wearing um, coyote pants. And I'm standing next to a black woman, and we're both holding our fists in the air. And this is what I wrote whenever I posted this. I said, this will not be a popular post, but it needs to be said. Tonight I attended a BLM protest in downtown Fort Worth in a full kit. There was no looting, no riots, and no destruction of property. In fact, organizers said numerous times that you were, if you were here to engage in that behavior, to leave immediately. In fact, they used much harsher language than I'm not going to say on this show. They said to F off. I was welcomed by everyone there, and there was no pandering or apologizing for my whiteness required. I had numerous people thank me for showing up, and several were sobbing in a way that I could only describe as heartbreaking. We marched, we chanted, we knelt, we encouraged others to join. After a couple of miles, we went home, and everyone encouraged everyone else to be safe. The media is lying and manipulating everyone with propaganda. Don't believe it. Police brutality is a real thing that transcends race, but BLM are the only ones doing anything about it. Duncan Limp got barely a push on social media. We need to unite against the tyranny of the state that is a very real to many families across the country. If you want to know the truth, turn off the propaganda and go seek it for yourself. This picture was taken this evening, this was last night, and wasn't the only one that I was asked to take. They say that a picture is worth a thousand words, but this one can be summed up in only three. Government's worst fear. Hashtag Black Lives Matters. Hashtag Gun Rights are Black Rights. Hashtag 2A. That's the truth of the matter. And 
the thing is, like, whenever I say that these people were thanking me for showing up, it was seriously like it was it was emotional. It was just like, thank you so much for being here and supporting us. It's like they have been screaming at the top of their lungs for somebody to listen. And they were just so happy that somebody dressed as I was showed up to support them. I wasn't the only white guy there. I wasn't. But I was the only one dressed like that. Now, a lot of people get uh, have some misconceptions about the Boogaloo. A lot of people have misconceptions about Boog Boys. And um, you know what? I had some questions asked. They were all welcoming, but they at least asked these questions with open minds. And you know what? I answered them, and they were appreciative of my answers. I said, I'm here for you guys. I am here to have your six. And that's what we should be doing. We don't have to agree on on who to vote for or, you know, what uh, what government should control in these areas or those areas. But we can agree that it is not okay for mercenaries of the municipality or muni of, of the state to murder somebody who is unarmed, not fighting, and not engaged in a crime that has any victim whatsoever. You know, a lot of people on the gun rights side, we get upset when we talk about Ruby Ridge or, or Waco. And it's not because we agreed that Randy Weaver uh, was frequenting his local, local clan chapters. We are upset because Randy Weaver's wife was shot in the face by an FBI sniper while she was armed only with her 10-month-old daughter, and his 14-year-old son was ambushed by the HRT and killed. And all of that happened over what amounted to just a couple of hundred dollars in back taxes. We're upset about Waco, not because we... we uh, understand or subscribe to David Koresh's religious teachings and beliefs. We're upset about Waco because 57 men, women, and children were burned to death by the ATF over weapons charges that proved to not be true and over allegations of uh, child abuse that were never substantiated. The Davidians wanted to be left alone, and law enforcement burned them alive. The Weavers wanted to be left alone, and most of his family were murdered. Surely, surely we can unite on whether or not a cop should have his knee on somebody's throat while they're also handcuffed. And you know what else? I've seen plenty of videos at these protests of people not engaged in any criminal activity getting shot in the face by rubber bullets, getting shot in the face by a tear gas canister. That guy lost his eye. 
I saw a, a video of a guy on his knees, not doing anything, not threatening anybody, and a cop came up and kicked him in the face. Surely, we can align with Black Lives Matter on things like this. Yes, all lives matter. But these 80% of crimes that are, don't have a victim disproportionately affect people in the inner cities. And you know who makes up the majority of the population in the inner cities? Blacks. And as a result, they are subjected to a disproportional amount of police abuse. And police abuse should never happen. So yeah, they're outraged. They are upset. They are responding the way we should respond to tyranny. Let me go back to the comments here. Uh, Mark says, rioting and looting are, uh, uh, our voice of the unheard. I don't want rioting or looting. Uh, find a way to hear the outcry of black people. Um, let's see, Matt, Hugh, uh, Matt Hooks says Boogaloo equals liberty for all, and that's exactly right. Um, Oscar Dad, you're watching on, on YouTube, you're not seeing any comments other than yours because all of these are on Facebook, so I apologize for that. Um, God. So that's what is wrong with all of this. And I am really glad to have participated last night. I wouldn't change a thing. I really wouldn't. In fact, there's another one tonight. Um, I'm not going to go to that one tonight because I'm doing this. Uh, but you know what? Next weekend I'll be there. And I'm going to march alongside them. Because I'm going to support them in their fight against tyranny. I'm going to encourage them to continue to standing up for what they believe in. Now, uh, many people will say, well, they're a George Soros-funded ter terrorist organization that wants to destroy the traditional family and they're pro-abortion. Nothing about these protests has anything to do with those allegations whatsoever. They're not protesting for abortion right now. They're not protesting for, I don't even know what dissolving the traditional family means, but they're not protesting for that. They're protesting because police are, are murdering people. Black people. Yes, it also happens to white people. But their outcry is the only one that's being, that's happening. And you know, I see memes all the time. Oh, here was a white guy that was uh that was killed by police. Where was the where were the protests for them? Um did you get up there? Were you protesting? Were you Oh, no, you didn't say anything. Black Lives Matter are the only organization actually standing up against this. And they've actually uh, there were there have been signs of um, Daniel Shaver 
and others. I, my mind is drawing a blank on, on uh, some of the other white people who were killed at the hands of police unjustly. Don't get hung up on the organization's name. Don't get hung up on some of the other issues that you might not agree with them on. Focus on what they're focused on. We need to unite in this country. And if we can't unite against tyranny, blatant tyranny, then I believe that this country is truly lost. <sighs> Donald says, I, I just saw a guy that said that uh, how is uh, his face is covered by a hoodie. He was talking about George Floyd's funeral. Dark glasses on his face. Saying that he was an actor. No, I'm not buying into that. That's That's done. Okay. I have said the, everything that I feel I need to say on this. Um, I appreciate you guys listening in. I really do. And I hope that you share this as much as you can. I hope that maybe I've opened your minds a little bit. I hope that we can finally come together as Americans and stand up against the injustices that are apparent. That's going to do it for me, guys. Until next Sunday, arm yourself with knowledge and share the ammo.